human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine. And we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept. And one we will explore today on The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to The Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Fountain Hills, Arizona, and I am so happy, as usual, to have you join us today. If you haven't already done so, go to the Self-Improvement blog. There you'll see a picture of today's guest. Read a little bit about him and maybe even, you know, look into some of the things that he does. Um, You'll be so glad you did. I grew up, as most of you know, in an allopathic medical environment. Only an MD knew anything was my thinking. And then I had my first experience with chiropractor. I was having intense pain in my side, a pain that literally took my breath away. My primary care physician had no clue what to do for me and sent me to the Mayo Clinic. After completing the intense diagnostic program that they offer, and those of you who have been there know how, how vast it is, They sent me home saying, we know you have a problem, but we don't know exactly what it is. If it reaches the point you can't stand it anymore, come back and we'll do something. We don't know what, but we'll do something. My silent response was, I don't think so. A friend of mine made an appointment for me with her chiropractor, and I went very reluctantly, almost kicking and screaming, no kidding. I thought chiropractors were the last, absolute last resort, uh, if even that. The the chiropractor examined me, took some x-rays, and announced that I had a muscle that had shifted out of place. She said, we can pull it back in place. It will hurt like hell, but that should take care of it. Well, it did hurt like hell. She pulled it back in place manually, and I've never had a problem with it since, and that was well over 20, 30 years ago, um, and I became a believer. Recently, I've had a number of problems that simply were not getting better, shingles being one of them, a bad back being another. My son encouraged me to see his chiropractor. I don't know why I didn't think of it, but he did. I, I did go, and I have to tell you I'm feeling remarkably better. I have that chiropractor with us today, <clears throat> and we're going to talk about chiropractic and wellness care. Actually, he and his staff have worked something of a miracle for me, and I want to share this with you. Everybody should have this opportunity Dr. Troy Bjorklund received a B.S. in human biology at St. Cloud University and graduated from Northwestern College of Chiropractic in Bloomington, Minnesota. When asked why he chose chiropractic, he states, I love giving hope to people who feel their health conditions are hopeless. His goal is to help every person in our community achieve greater health through chiropractic care, and he states, I strive to provide a positive, enthusiastic, 
and compassionate healing environment. And I'm here to tell you they do just that at his place. And not only that, but it's just a ton of fun to go there. You shouldn't ever say that about going to a doctor, but, you know, actually it's a lot of fun to go to this one. It is my absolute delight and pleasure and honor to welcome to the Self-Improvement Show Dr. Troy Bjorklund. Troy, welcome. Wow. Thank you so much, Irene. That was, uh, that was amazing to hear your story and, uh, and also that introduction, so I really appreciate that, and I'm excited to be with you. Well, I'm excited to have you. It's way, well overdue to talk about chiropractic. We haven't talked about it on this show, and um, it's, it's time. So we're going to start off with that awful question that you know is coming up. Tell us about yourself. Who is Troy Bjorklund? Oh, man, yeah, it's a great question. You're going to make me talk about me. Um, Well, I'm a chiropractor, but I think even before that, uh, you know, I'm a guy who, you know, I I love God. I I love my family. I'm a husband to a wonderful wife, and um, I have two wonderful, uh, beautiful little girls, uh, I'm a son, and I'm a, a brother and an uncle and, and all those great things, but I'm, I'm also somebody who has just gotten tired of hearing all the, the stories of um, people who are, are sick, who are, are suffering, and, and just have no hope, who just feel like they've tried everything and done everything and have not been able to find a solution, uh, and I just feel like that's it's sad. I I don't know if it's what they've been told or if they've just gone through so many things that it's such a struggle, and I don't always know where they're coming from, but um, it's just been a passion of mine to be able to teach and educate and then try to help those people improve their health, improve their lives naturally, and, and that's really what, my, uh, what I strive to do now. Fantastic, actually. What led you to become a chiropractor? Is this a life dream of yours? Did you just happen upon it? You know, how did you get here? You know, it, 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 I can't say it's a, it was a life dream. There, uh, I would think of a few different instances that maybe shaped this, um, me and moving into this profession. Um, one of them was that I was a, an athlete throughout my, my life. I played baseball. I played in college and, uh, Throughout a lot of that time growing up, I had injuries, and initially, um, I maybe would have gone to the medical doctor, but eventually I began seeing uh, my chiropractor, and they worked a lot on my, my alignment, they worked on um, my soft tissues, and even some of the other joints in my body to kind of help me out and get me back on the field faster, and I, uh, I enjoyed uh, well, I didn't enjoy the time when they did that because, like yours, it hurt. <laughs> but, it hurt, yeah. Yeah, but I did appreciate the fact that I was able to get back out there sooner uh, and, and play and do the things that I love to play. And that was one of my reasons. But then there's another reason, and that was, you know, a story about a boy, and it was a young boy, a, a five- or six-year-old, and he was suffering. And, and much like your story, um, parents brought him to various you know, doctors to to figure out what was wrong. He had extreme pain behind his ears and uh, couldn't get out of bed at times, was unable to play with his friends. And so he uh, was taken to the, to the medical doctor and, and they looked in the ears and did an evaluation and, and weren't quite sure what was wrong. Um, 
but they sent the parents home with some uh, penicillin, and he took the penicillin, and as they expected, things improved. However, months later, uh, the same thing came back, and it was a bit of a cycle where that happened a few times, where they eventually went back and uh, looked in the ears and felt behind his ears and said, you know, it still is an ear infection, but we think you may have some swollen glands back there. And um, if they don't get better this time, we may think about piercing those glands and draining them. Yeah. Now, that was not an exciting thought for the parents nor the child. And so they began to look for other options. And much like you, they had a friend, they recommended chiropractic. And so they brought that child down to the chiropractor, and they did an evaluation, uh, determined that he had the top bone in his spine was shifted out of position, and began to adjust that child. And ever since that day, that child had never had that problem again, um, able to play with his friends and do everything that he wanted to do. And that really struck me, because I see kids like that now, but it struck me even more because... That kid was me. I was wondering, yeah. <laughs> so, so now, um, you know, I'm just so thankful that we found another option and, uh, and was able to really help me out. And now I have the opportunity to help, you know, newborns and kids who are suffering and as well as, you know, other people in the family. And, uh, but that really motivates me, when, especially when I see those young kids who, uh, who start out life or who are having trouble and maybe don't have to. And so that's really um, what got me into this. And, you know, I don't remember everything from when I was five or six years old. <laughs> that was a while ago. However, those memories, that memory, for whatever reason, uh, really stuck with me, and I can remember how that was. And so... Um, that's it can it can be pretty can amazing <laughs> when you've been sick or you've been hurting for a long time and you go to somebody who who can fix it, who can help you, and then you're pain free or you know free of the thing that was causing you so much discomfort. Yeah. It really can be quite amazing. Briefly, tell us the difference between an allopathic doctor and a doctor of chiropractic. Well, you know, I think one of the main differences, and, you know, people may agree or disagree, but I think one of the main differences is that for me, myself, um, I want to find out and look for the cause of the problem. And so people come in with symptoms, whether it's back pain, stomach problems, headaches, whatever it might be. I want to figure out what the cause of the problem was. And a lot of times in um, allopathic medicine, it's more of a response to a symptom. So you have back pain, well here's a pain pill to help take care of that symptom, which is pain, where I'm really always looking for, but why is there pain? Why is there a problem? Why is the body not functioning the way it should? And let's figure that out. And then that way we can get that body working the right way and, and, and help that person get healthier. And it works. You know, when you get rid of the cause, it's amazing what happens yeah. in your body. How do people find you? Um, I think number one is probably referrals. Uh, we are all out in our community a lot. You know, we love to be out there, um, doing talks for people or we're out, uh, at, at events, just giving information and, and asking people, you know, how they're doing and talking about the things that we may be able to help them with. 
Um, but ultimately, you know, we we get a lot of referrals from people that have had great results that begin to understand chiropractic more and they want it for themselves, they want it for their friends, they want it for their family. So that's where a lot of people um, find us. I know you're on the Internet. What's your Internet address? How do people find you on the net? Well, you can go to afcmed.com, um, and that brings you to different links. And ours is, uh, or you can Google AFC Chiropractic in Fountain Hills, and that will bring us up as well. Um, it might be a little bit confusing in what we're talking about because we have AFC Med and we just talked about, you know, allopathic medicine and things, but we have a physical medicine office and so we do have medical providers on staff who help with some natural ways to, uh, you know, also help people with, with some of their problems. And so we do still keep that holistic approach um, on both sides of the spectrum. And while we're going to break now, you might want to Google him and take a look. Uh, AFCMed.com, is that what you said? AFCMed.com? A- yes. In Fountain Hills. When you, when you open the site, then you know, look at the one for Fountain Hills, although I'm sure all the offices provide an essential service. So it's time yep. for us to take a break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Dr. Troy Bjorklund, saying stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception? We see labels such as fat, thin, black, white, rich, poor, but we don't always see the true identity. Listen for New Dimensions with Reverend Nicholas Barrett. On this program, we'll embrace the breaking down of societal paradigms, our norms, and acceptance of our false selves. You can find your identity the way that God intended. Forget all the labels that you think you see. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tune in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. 
Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Dr. Troy Bjorkman, a chiropractor in Fountain Hills. And I'm very happy to say that I see him on a regular basis. And he has helped me tremendously. Troy, some chiropractors have what I call a standalone practice. They're the only they're the only one in their office that you see when you visit. But you work with a team, and I find that so helpful. Tell us about your team and why each person is there. And and you know, as an aside, this group really works like a team. I mean, it's not just seeing one little individual after another. They work as a team. So tell us about that because it's really so lovely. And it's nice. Sometimes you have people, but they don't always work together. Uh, We really strive to have everyone know exactly what's going on with each patient. So... In our office, we've got a you know wonderful uh, receptionist who um, is welcoming and um, helps you with you know paperwork, answering different questions that you may have when you when you enter the office. Um, we also have a massage therapist on staff who helps us with uh, some of the soft tissue, um, muscle knots, trigger points, and and uh, and things of that nature, so that we're as we're going through um, treatment that. People are able to also work on uh, some of those things. I've got an amazing PT tech as well in the back who helps with uh, showing different people exercises and stretches and things that make sense for functional uh, improvement and daily life, Um, and they help us tremendously back there. Um, I do have two medical providers. I have a nurse practitioner and a, a physician assistant on staff who uh, bring forth and, and do some of the the more natural things from from a medical side that we offer in our office. Um, we all do also some nutritional counseling and things of that nature that they help with. Um, they're just a real asset to our team. I have um, an office manager who you know runs everything and is is great in in helping people with their insurance questions and benefit information. Uh, she also helps me begin the process of uh, of really getting down to understanding what each person's coming in for, what other things may be happening, and how we can best uh, serve that patient. So we do have a a wonderful team, and i'm I'm really thankful to to have them. And what's interesting to me is after you've been there once, everybody knows your name, and it it almost feels like you're going, you know, just to see some friends, but friends friends who help. When a person comes to your office for the first time, what can they expect? Let's say they've never been to a chiropractor before. You know, what happens when they get to you? So... When people come into our office, if they haven't been to a chiropractor, they're probably not sure what to expect. Um, but there's a lot of people that have, and it's a very different experience, I think, for them. And from what we know, it, they tell us it's a, it's a very good experience because we want to be very thorough with each person. So when they come in, there is that headache of paperwork that you know may have to be done, um, which is the initial part of things. But... After that point, we, uh, we bring people back to a room and we have them read about the most common condition that we work with in the body. And uh, when they're ready, I have uh, one of my assistants go in and we do a very, very thorough and in-depth consultation. So 
we really try to get to the root cause of what's happening, why it's happening, figure out when things may have started because oftentimes people think they woke up this morning with a crick in their neck and that's usually really not the case. Something had happened further beyond or much earlier and this is just an instance where that may have occurred. So we really work at getting a good history uh, and consultation. And then uh, I will come in and I do a thorough orthopedic uh, evaluation and palpation evaluation um, on each person. We determine if x-rays are necessary and if they are, then we will take those because we like to make sure that we're not guessing on people and that it's safe to, to work with somebody. Uh, and they will also see one of the medical providers to go through um, their portion of the evaluation and determine what areas of the care they are going to be um, helpful in. So that process is not a walk through the door and, you know, 15 minutes later you're out. That process can can be a while. It's about an hour, an hour and a half, but it's because we want to make sure that we're getting everything and we're able to put together the best uh, care program possible for each individual patient. I know that you deal primarily with spinal subluxation. In fact, you even meet with the new patients to talk about what that is. You know, you, you meet as, as a group to explain what that is. So tell us, what is spinal subluxation and how does it affect your overall health? Why do you consider it the foremost pr- problem to deal with? Yeah, well, that is exactly, that's the most common thing that we work with in the office, and we are big on education, so we do have people read about that. Um, The reason why it's so important is that in chiropractic, you know, it's our, our belief and understanding that the nervous system controls all function and healing. You know, it's the first system that begins to form in, in the womb, and then it's surrounded by bone for protection. It's, it's just, it's highly important in body function. Uh, unfortunately, when <clears throat> bones in the spine begin to shift out of position for whatever reason, could be trauma, could be stress, um, there's a lot of different reasons that that may happen, but when they move out of position, it can begin to irritate nerves. And those nerves don't go only into muscles where they cause muscle tension and pain, but they also go into vital organs. And we don't always feel when our vital organs aren't functioning the way that they should, but over time, that irritation can begin to cause problems. So the subluxation is kind of simply stated when a bone shifts out of position and begins to irritate a spinal nerve, it causes problems. And sometimes those problems are noticed right away, and sometimes it takes years before anyone even recognizes that they have an issue. And so that's why it's so important, because a lot of times we don't know that we have something going on until it actually begins to cause pain. And you and I both know that there are plenty of conditions that don't cause any pain when they're starting, um, but once they get progressed, can have a lot of uh, you know, pain and other implications. So that's why we look at that, and that's why we feel it's so important to evaluate and check for that. So how do you treat it? You know, what do you do for people who come in with spinal subluxation? Yeah, so we um, we adjust it. So we find the area that 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 spine or that bone is subluxated, and determine how it's moved. Whether it be through palpation, which is one way, and X-ray and evaluation, um, and then we adjust it. And there are 
many techniques now that chiropractors use. I don't know, there's probably hundreds of different ones. Some are more manual and hands-on. Some use tables that drop. Some use instruments. Some use light touch and light force. And so I do, you know, kind of a, a handful of different type of techniques that I work in with patients based on, you know, what we feel is going to work best and also what they're most comfortable with to get, you know, to try to give them the best results possible. But when that bone's out of position, we need to be able to move it back into position. There's nothing else that will allow that to happen if it's stuck. And that's where we come, that's where the adjustment comes in. So, how, you know, I, I know this is really a, a side, sort of a not so well stated question, but how many how many visits does a person usually need when you find a, a bone out of place? They're in pain. It may have been long standing. Uh, you know how how long do you need to see somebody before they can begin to feel relief? And I know this is so individual. But it is. Um- it is, but it's a good question. You know, we have, it's probably one of, one of the three or four top questions that we get or maybe why people, you know, aren't sure about going to the chiropractor. But it is very individual. We generally, and I'm using this loosely, see people will begin to see um, changes and results, you know, within two to four weeks of, of care, depending upon what that frequency is, how severe it is. And that's, I use that kind of loosely because it is a little bit of a dangerous uh, question to answer um, just because everyone is so different. But, you know, usually we can get a good idea of where people are at that point and if the uh, care that we're giving right now is the direction we want to go into or if we need to make the appropriate changes to, to um, get that patient moving in the right direction. Yeah, I know when I came to see you, I was an absolute total mess. I came in, I think it was around, probably in the end of July, I had developed, um, um, (laughs) I already forgot what it is I had. Um, You know what I had. (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, I had all kinds of stuff going on. I had stuff on top of stuff, but mainly yeah. I had shingles is what I had. Correct. And the pain was so intense, and I had intended to come to you because I was having back pain. And then I got the shingles, and I couldn't tell which was which. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I was in so much pain, and everything in me was so sensitive. I honestly, truly thought that it would be a good time to die. I mean, I'm I'm old enough to do that anyway. And I'm thinking, I cannot live like this. I simply cannot live like this. And it was only a few sessions before I was beginning to feel some some really big relief. And now, this is what, a couple months later, I'm going in once a week, and every time I feel better, and I honestly have not felt this well in a number of years. And um, I'm here to say that the treatment that you give there is absolutely outstanding. We're going to go to break now. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the other things uh, like trigger point therapy and some of the other conditions that you treat. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Dr. Troy Bjorklund, saying stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Are you in your own driver's seat? Tune in to a program that will get you there based on what others have managed to do through challenges in their lives and how they persevered. Tune in to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. On our show, we use real issues and experts to help you reclaim your life. Danielle and her guests are here to steer you in the right direction. Make sure that you are here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to harness your power. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions, some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. the self-improvement show with your host dr irene conlon got a question for irene or her guests call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 connect with irene via email our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com now let's get back to the self-improvement show here again is dr irene conlon Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. My guest today is Dr. Troy Bjorklund, a local chiropractor, uh, my my personal chiropractor. I, I think that they probably only take care of me there. Um, that's not true. The office is always full. But you know what? It's so personalized. You always feel like you're the only one. Um, can't say that about every place I go, but this one you can. One of the things you mentioned earlier, and I've experienced this, is trigger point therapy. And this may be a new term to to many people, and I bet you they all will recognize what you're talking about when you talk about those little knots. Tell us about trigger point therapy, how you know you need them, ouch, and um, what you can do. Yeah, well, there. Trigger point is is it is part of what we do here, and and we do that because when we're adjusting people and and getting the subluxations back in alignment, we know there are also a lot of other factors that tend to pull and stress the the spinal column and pull things back out of place. And so, the more that we can work on some of the soft tissues surrounding that. Um, you know, the more that we can help people begin to stabilize and, and hold their adjustments. So trigger points are basically they're, they're muscle knots. And, and when they're there for a long period of time, they become more and more fibrous. They're, they become uh, less muscular almost and more uh, like a dense almost scar tissue. So the problem with trigger points is, one, they they sometimes hurt without someone pushing on them. And when they hurt, that just isn't fun for us on a daily basis. Um, two, they, we may not even know they're there because they don't hurt until someone touches us in our upper neck or back and we jump and go, wow, that really hurts. Um, but they also decrease range of motion, body function, and things of that nature. And they really come about... Um, 
Because the body wants to maintain the spine in a, in a proper position and proper alignment. It wants proper posture. But now in a day and age of sitting in front of computers, um, you know, kids who are on phones and iPads staring down all day long, you know, just being more sedentary, those our, our spines begin to shift and change into a poor posture. And when that happens, the body tries to pull and hold things back into better alignment. And when that happens over a long period of time, these trigger points and muscle knots begin to develop. So when there's irritation to a spinal nerve in that area, that causes tension and spasm of the muscle. And then after a long uh, period of that time, those trigger points really begin to form. And so as we adjust people, we also want to go in and begin to break those up to do what we can um, to, like I said, be able to stabilize so the person can stabilize um, their spine and and decrease the size of those muscle knots. And sometimes it's intense, but after <laughs> intense is even a mild part. <laughs> I call Amber the torturer, but... Yeah, once you get those out, and and do you get toxic sometimes? Don't they have a lot of toxic materials stored in them? Or is yeah. my imagination? No, you're you're correct. There's toxins that's stored in those in the muscles, and so it it, it is a toxic environment. There, there. It's definitely it's not normal tissue. Normal healthy tissue doesn't cause pain. You know, you think about your thumb, it feels good and there's no problem until you smash it with a hammer and you damage the tissue, then there's a problem. So normal, real, healthy, good tissue doesn't hurt when you put pressure, light pressure. And most of the time people think, you know, Amber and Marvin are digging into them. And to be quite honest, sometimes they're putting such light pressure on them, it's amazing. But when those trigger points are there with the scar tissue and the the uh, toxins, like you said, they are highly sensitive and, and painful. But as they begin to work out, I always liken them to kind of like an onion. It's like peeling layers. You, sometimes you can pop into one and, and it will just really dissolve and move away. But most of the time, it's a process of peeling layers off of one another and, and breaking that down over time and allowing the body to heal up and remodel with healthy, uh, you know, more flexible, more pliable tissue. But Yes, it is uncomfortable, like you said. <laughs> yep, sometimes you want to hit them back, but don't, don't do it. What I hear you saying is that the body has the ability to heal itself if you give it a chance. Is that a true statement? I believe it's a true statement. I've always thought, you know, for nine months, while baby's uh, developing in the womb, nobody touches it and nobody does anything. So there has to be development. There's got to be cellular change and things that are going on and, you know, limbs being formed and this. And then when it's time for that baby to be born, all of a sudden we think that the body is defective. And we pull the child out and we want to take blood from this or give it that or inject it with this or shoot it or something like that. And and it's always been an interesting thing to me to wonder why we had no control for nine months and all of a sudden we want all the control over what the body does. The body is resilient, and I think we all see that on a daily basis from people in our family, maybe even ourselves and our health challenges and how we can get into a situation and bounce back. And that's because your body is constantly breaking down and building back up again. And it's my belief that that how well we're 
building ourselves back up or breaking down is dependent on, you know, the things that we do on a daily basis, um, whether we're feeding our body with the things it needs to, to build it up, whether we have a, a clear brain-body connection, or whether we're doing things that are detrimental and really just causing more um, disease and, and poor health. One of the things you, you emphasize is that you don't you don't prescribe medicine for all the stuff that you see in your in your clinic, but you do use nutraceuticals. You know, tell us about nutraceuticals and how you determine what somebody would need. Sure. Yeah, we do have some nutraceuticals. We also have whole food nutritional supplements and products like that, um, and they are determined. We we determine what people need. Um, there are some baseline things that most people are, are deficient in or a lot of people are. Um, we do uh, have surveys and things to determine, you know, how people are feeling, what systems might not be functioning as well as they can. We also have um, a biofeedback uh, sensor that uh, gives us a good idea for some people what their body maybe has an affinity for at that time, what they might be lacking. It's not necessarily what they're deficient in, but what may give their body the um, the best nutrients or um, you know substances to to get them back on track and and uh, you know and, and get them healthy again. So those are the ways that we will determine what would be a good option for that person. Do most of the people that come to see you know how to eat the right kind of food? <laughs> they know how to chew and swallow. Yeah, but uh, do, do, are, are most of the people, I guess, deficient when it comes to diet and, and what they eat? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm teasing because uh, they, they are, and I think it's, you know, we're in a fast food, fast paced, high stress society. And you live close to McDonald's. I mean, your 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 office is close to McDonald's. Yeah, I didn't even know it was there for a while because I don't even see those things anymore. I can't remember the last time I was at a McDonald's, but <laughs> but I, I did find out that there's one right next to us. Um, but they are deficient, and you know, it's not like. Back a hundred years ago, where maybe we were doing a lot of farming, eating foods fresh out of the, out of a ground that wasn't depleted, where um, we had cattle or chickens running around, where you know the stuff that we could get was more whole food. Now we're we're in this place where we want something faster, and even the stuff that seems like it might be good for us may not always be the highest quality. So learning to change some habits um, is a huge benefit for so many people from the standpoint of healing. If you want to heal but you keep giving your body artificial things, you keep loading it full of sugar and um, stuff it doesn't need but it's craving because, uh, you know, you're, because of how you're eating, uh, you, yeah, you don't, you don't heal the way that, that you need to heal and you're just not giving your body the, uh, the opportunity to, to be as healthy as it can be. So I think that's a real problem. Um, and we do help and try to talk with people about that and learning uh, better ways to to eat, uh, to drink more water, to be active and things of that nature. Another thing that I know you do, I haven't needed this, but you do food allergy testing. Now, what mm-hmm. kind of testing do you do and what kind of treatment 
uh, do you recommend for people with food allergies? I know my son has some, and um, he seems to be doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah there there are some um, blood tests that, that you can do that will uh, give you an idea what that is. We also have... Um, a surface test, which is also for environmental allergies. So there's 72 different things that it will test, along with some food groups, so you can get an idea of what maybe groups are, um, you know, your body has either are allergic to or are more even intolerant. So sometimes, you know, we think allergies and you eat something and bam, you blow up, you have an anaphylactic reaction, your face swells, your neck swells, and that's, that's a serious, that's a, an allergy, a real bad allergy. And then there are sometimes things that your body just may be in, intolerant of, where I liken it to a funnel, where if you pour something in slow enough to a funnel, it goes through, but if you pour it in at a fast rate, it begins to overflow. And it's like that in your system, too. If you pour something that your body doesn't love it begins to overflow, it gets into your tissues, you become more toxic, you have pain, you have all sorts of different things that can cause problems. So that, uh, that's part of the food one. And then we also have, um, are able to test for different environmental um, allergens. And then from a treatment standpoint, we uh, are able to recommend different natural ways where they can begin to either detoxify and cleanse out their system or there may be products that can help them um, to improve and either get rid of the, either improve upon the allergy or at least help with some of the symptoms of that. Um, you know, with food allergies, one of the best things, and your son probably knows, is, is eliminating the thing that offends you. And um, that still is one of the better things to do is get rid of those things that you know your body doesn't do well with. So, And sometimes we aren't even aware that that's the problem. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Is it true that you usually crave the thing that's causing you the most trouble? Is that just a myth? Well, I think it can be true because if you are able to not take those things and uh, eat those things and do that for a couple weeks, you will find yourself not wanting them as much. And a clear example is sugar. You know, if you're someone who's eating a lot of carbohydrates, a lot of processed sugars, a lot of things um, that are containing that, and you just decide to get away from those things, you'll notice that you eventually don't look at the chocolate chip cookie or the uh, the piece of pie in the same way. It doesn't it doesn't trigger those same um, same effects in your body. So your body is is begins to crave those things, but they're usually based around um, sugar that it that it produces and we won't even mention ice cream because it's time to go to break (laughs) (laughs) this is irene conlon and my guest dr troy bjorkland saying stay tuned we'll be back with more we're on facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on facebook at voice america empowerment how do you define work Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. 
most of us have experienced the loss of a loved one, be it a friend or family member. There are all kinds of questions and emotional pain that we go through, but you can move on. Listen for From Morning to Morning with Rabbi Mel Glazer. It doesn't matter what faith you are, or if you even have no faith, you are sure to find meaning in Rabbi Mel's words and personal experience, as well as that of his guests. From Morning to Morning airs live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the self improvement show. I have to apologize if you hear a little bit of noise. The gardener just started right outside my window, and there's not a whole lot I can do about it. So, you know, bear with us for just a couple seconds. There's not much out there for him to work with. Um, so he'll be quiet soon. Uh, we talked a, a little bit about children, uh, and you as a child benefited from chiropractic, but how can children benefit mostly from chiropractic? Well, I just think children are, are they're so fun to work with, and they are because their body's innate intelligence, it's so new. It hasn't been beaten up and polluted, and their bodies haven't been destroyed like, like ours have over time. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, they, they respond so quickly to, to different things. Uh, my kids were uh, both checked about 45 minutes after they were born. Um, just because, you know, sometimes people wonder, well, why does this happen? What is, how does subluxation occur? And, you know, trauma is one of the things that, that causes it. And, and the birth process, while in a lot of cases is very natural, it, it's still stressful on mom and it's stressful on, on the baby. And so during that process, whether it's natural, whether it's a C-section where they're more pulling, you know, the child out. And by the way, I was a C-section, so I'm, I sometimes wonder if that's where some yeah. of my upper neck things began. Um, they, you know, they can really benefit from uh, having, being checked. Um, we see kids with colic, you know, where no one really knows what causes colic, right? They always say, we don't know, maybe it's gas in the stomach, maybe it's this, but the parents don't care what causes it, they just want it to be over because it's miserable. Absolutely, yeah. Um, ear infections are things that we see, chronic ear infections, when people will just have, you know, wonder, what can you do, can you help us with that, can you help us with when the child won't latch on or failure to thrive if they're spitting up after they're eating and... Uh, most of the time, it's with kids. It's in it's in the upper part of their neck or the lowest lowest part of their back, up in their kind of their cranials, up in the atlas area, or down near the sacrum. Because there's a lot of twisting and torsion. And I mean, think about that area that they're in for nine months. It's cozy. It's <laughs> and, cozy, yes. <laughs> and sometimes it you know may not. And then they're down in the birth canal for you know who who knows kind of getting ready. And so that's where a lot of that starts. But 
Um, that's why I feel like kids really benefit from just getting checked out initially to see where they're at. And, and when we see kids, th- their response is so much different and it's so fun um, because I think their bodies are just so innate and they're so ready to be alive and they're in that growth and, and, uh, and living phase and, and they're just, it's just a joy to work with them. And I see a lot of children in and out where, when I come to see you. So I, I, I know you work with them. I know one of the questions people want to know about is their insurance. And mine covers what I have there. I think everybody needs to check their own insurance policy. And yes, Medicare will cover some of it, but you need to know. Now, every policy is pretty much individual and and um, check it out because you can get insurance coverage for for chiropractic if if you really need it, um, and most of us really need it. That that's my guess. Most of us really need it. And you know, I'm a, I'm a, a nurse with a master's degree, and I can't say enough about the kind of care that I get from chiropractors. So, you know, maybe I'm a medical heretic. I don't know. <laughs> I just know that it helps me, um, and and. It can help many, many people who have never seen a chiropractor. They need to keep their mind open and, and check it out. What conditions, I know spinal subluxation is is the main culprit here, but what are the things that you see the most in your clinic? You know, I, I would say that the, the things we see the most, uh, you know, low back pain, sciatic type things, uh, leg pain, tingling and numbness in the feet. Uh, neck pain and upper back is a big one nowadays, and it's, you know, people have referred to it as tech neck because of all of the sitting in front of a computer and the kids at school with their iPads and iPhones. So we see a lot of neck pain and upper back pain. Um, headaches, migraines are, you know, also big. Those are the things that drive people in because it's it's, you know, in our office, it's not always just about the pain. Pain is, is no fun, but it begins to affect people's lives. And it, when it begins to affect their lives and the things they love to do, um, that's usually when they get motivated and say, okay, I, gotta, I, gotta, I need to get in and, and see what they can do to help me. But those are some of the main conditions. Um, and by the way, just because we were talking about kids, I've seen kids for, you know, for the 16 years that I've been in practice, and I can say that, most recently in the last few years have I really began to see kids come into my office because of pain. Most of the time, parents brought them in because they understood wellness, they understood chiropractic and how we could just help their bodies function more effectively. But they are coming in now with pain. Uh, and a lot of it is neck and upper back pain and horrible posture. And it's it's just driven by, you know, the, the tech world that we have. Not that the Technology is bad, but it, it, it's, our kids are, are starting to suffer from what I'm seeing from being in front of those things so often and in the positions and the postures that they're utilizing. So I just think parents should be aware of that, that kids aren't, they're not lying when they tell them that something might be sore or when their posture is bad and the parent says sit up straight and the child can't or they say it doesn't feel good. That's true. It really doesn't because their spinal structure is starting to change at an earlier age than I think it has uh, in the past. Yeah, and and some of us don't have the proper chair to sit in. We don't have the proper, you know, computer placement or game placement, and everything gets out of whack because we get so involved 
in what this game or computer's doing that we really don't notice what's happening to us as we sit there. I know it certainly has happened to me. Uh, I, I see you working with people um, when I go in. And it seems like what you do can be stressful to your body. So as a chiropractor, what do you do to take care of you? Yeah, well, you're right. Um, <laughs> it's what, it, what is the thing for every action? There's an equal and opposite reaction. So when I push on somebody, they push back on me just as hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you're, you're correct. And, and it's a tough posture to be in all day long for many hours leaning over somebody. So I do the exact same things that I recommend my patients do. I get adjusted regularly. Um, I exercise and work out to strengthen especially my postural muscles because I am leaning over people. Uh, you know, I do things to try to reduce stress in, in my life. I, I drink as much healthy, you know, clean water as I can. Um, for me, chiropractic isn't a profession. It's a lifestyle. And I don't feel like when I go to work that I'm working. But I want to I, I live the way that I'm recommending my patients live. I don't think it's fair to be talking to them about um, what they maybe should do and how they can improve their lives and body if, if I'm just doing the complete opposite thing. So I really do practice what I preach. It's a, something I've always thought um, was important. Um, otherwise, I feel like you lose validity in talking to people about how they can improve their health and life. And we're right up at the end of the show. Um, if you want to know more about Dr. Troy, please go to the Self-Improvement blog. You'll find links there. Uh, you'll find ways to contact him. Troy, what's the thought you want to leave with our listeners today? You know, if you've never tried chiropractic and you're uncertain about it, you're not alone. Um, but a lot of times it's because we haven't answered questions that you might have, and, and we're always here to answer those questions. But just remember that the body is its a self-healing and self-regulating organism. Um, like I said earlier, I don't believe that we were born defective. With too many parts, with a lack of medication in our bloodstream, we have everything we need inside of us to be as healthy as possible. We just need to make sure that we're giving it proper nutrition, great water, moving regularly with exercise, decreasing stress when we can, as much as we can, and for me, one of the most important things is having a clear brain-body connection, which involves reducing subluxations and allowing the body to, to function the way that it should. And with that, um, you can feel really good, let me tell you. <laughs> Troy, thank you so much for being with us today. I know that you've given a lot of information to people who may never have heard about what chiropractors do, and I appreciate you so much. Oh, Irene, I thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been my pleasure not only working with you, but um, being on this uh, show with you today. So thank you. And thanks to your wonderful staff. Um, This is Irene Conlon saying thank you so much. Come back again next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.